630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Okay, good to have you tuning in tonight. Here's what's going on in the NFL. 10-0 Buffalo leading New Orleans, 147 left in the first half. The Raiders beat the Cowboys 36-33 in overtime. Bears got by the Lions 16-14. Lions still winless. They're 0-10-1. Oilers did not practice today. They'll skate tomorrow. They play Vegas on Saturday. On Saturday, 3.30 for the face-off show game at 5. It's in the early hockey night in Canada slot. We'll have it for you right here on 6.30, Chet. We are going to go to the hotline presented by CertainTeed, professional-grade building materials, a very, very special guest tonight, goaltender for the Edmonton Seahawks, Nelson Rago, is on the line. Nelson, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? Doing great. Uh, thanks for having me on, Reed. Boy, you got a great voice for radio. Have you ever thought about doing a show? Uh, well, I, I, uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm on a, uh, a weekly segment with, uh, AMI TV. It's an accessibility channel. So, uh, well, yeah, they, they, they got me on there. Well, that's awesome. You got a, you got a great voice I, and I'm happy to have you Thank on the you. show. Now to clarify, you are with the Edmonton Seahawks and that is S E E H A W K S. And I have talked to members of your team in the past, uh, in my time here hosting the show. Uh, so it's a it's a team of blind hockey players, right? So tell us a little bit about the Seahawks. Yeah, uh, so they've been around, I, I guess, um, about thirty plus years on and off. Uh, there was a few years there where they just didn't have enough funding that uh, um, you know the team sort of disbanded. Uh, but uh, basically, there's uh, uh, different categories of uh, vision loss. Most people think that um, uh, blind hockey team, everyone can't see anything. But uh, uh, in blind hockey, the, the goalies are the only ones that are considered a, a level B1, which is uh, uh, no vision or just uh, sort of light uh, perception. And uh, to be fair on both sides, they always put uh, shades over both goalies' eyes uh, in a tournament type of play. And then from there, from the defensemen, they have a little bit better vision, which is usually a 5% or less vision. And then uh, the forwards usually have the best vision, which is usually a, a 10% uh, or less. So it's uh, different uh, categories uh, of vision. Uh, and then the puck... Um, it's probably the biggest difference that people notice in, in hockey is that uh, the puck is about five and a half inches wide, almost uh, two inches tall. Uh, it's got uh, eight metal ball bearings in, um, and a hollow puck, which is made out of uh, 22-gauge sheet metal. Um, and then the only thing that's noticeably is uh, the difference is the, uh, the net is uh, 12 inches shorter uh, just for the safety of, of the goalie uh, because that, that puck is pretty, uh, it's pretty hefty and pretty uh, painful when it hits me. And uh, the other thing is that when that puck gets in the air, uh, those ball bearings uh, go to one side of the puck, so you actually don't hear the puck uh, as soon as it travels in the air. So uh, just to make it more fair uh, for the goalies, uh, they lower it by uh, 12 inches. But uh, other than that, uh, the, the rules are pretty much the same with hockey. Um, the, the one thing, uh, I'm not sure if they allow it in all tournaments, but they have a, like a two uh, like a pass rule. As soon as you get over the uh, the blue line, you have to pass it um, uh, to another player before it gets shot. Uh, so uh, as a goalie, it, I guess it helps the goalie sort of track the puck uh, once it comes over the blue line. Uh, but uh, it kind of eliminates that, that breakaway 
sort of thing that happens in hockey, which is pretty exciting for most people, uh, which I think happened to me a few times that night when I played with the uh, uh, the Revolution Hockey Club. Okay, so your, if you don't mind me asking, your, is your level of vision, uh, how, how would you describe it here? Like, um, It would be like, um, it, well, it would be 100% no vision, so I, okay. I have no light perception, um, um, you know, I, I don't see any shapes, so, so it's, it's basically 100% uh, vision loss, so I, I, I don't see anything uh, with my eyes. And is that uh, lifelong? Did something happen as you got older? What caused that? Uh, there, uh, so I had many tests. Um, so th- this happened around 2000, 2001. So it happened as an adult. And uh, they couldn't figure out what it was. It could have been 50 to 60 different things it could have been. Uh, the doctor could have thought it might have been like an old football injury that I that I got possibly in high school, but they weren't sure. Uh, so basically, I just had the inflammation in the eyes, and it became uh, progressively worse. Um, originally, I was told I was going to lose it over a period of 20 years. Uh, but not too long after that that, that uh, diagnosis, I uh, uh, ended up waking up uh, one day, um, uh, pretty much completely lost my, the rest of my eyesight. So I only had a little bit of light perception left. So it was a pretty uh, dramatic uh, vision loss uh, one morning. So it was a bit of an adjustment. It took me a couple of years to get through it, but uh, I did finally get through it. And, and uh, you know, now I'm here talking with you. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing that. Was it? Uh, t- tell me about getting the making. Uh, so you mentioned you were a football player, so I assumed you did other, did other athletic stuff. Once you you lost your vision, um, was it? Did you sort of just have to trust yourself that that you could get into playing sports again? Did someone spur you to do it? How did that happen? Uh, I've always been a bit of a thrill seeker. So even after I lost my eyesight, uh, they had. Uh, these uh, car races that they, they had just out in outside of Edmonton. Um, uh, it was uh, it was specifically for raising uh, money for a uh, guide dog. So I participated in those races uh, until the last year. Um, uh, this was some years ago, and uh, you know <laughs> I was always going fast in those races. So uh, one year I, I went off the track. I think my first year because <laughs> I was uh, going too fast, and then. Uh, the second year I ended up wearing, uh, or the last year that they had the race, I ended up having uh, the first prize. So I've done everything from like rock climbing. Uh, they don't allow me to ride motorcycles out here in Canada uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, but uh, uh, when I traveled abroad, I was able to uh, pay someone uh, some money um, to uh, borrow their motorcycle. So I was able to ride their motorcycle um, in the it was in the Philippines when I went there for vacation. Okay, awesome. Nelson Rago joining us from the Edmonton Seahawks, goaltender for the team, uh, a blind hockey team here in Edmonton. So, tell us what recently happened. You played in a game with, with sighted players. B- before we get to the game experience, uh, how, how did this opportunity come about? Um, it was kind of a, a weird, it, it wasn't intentional at all. So, originally there was supposed to be um, uh, a regional tournament uh, for blind hockey in Calgary. Uh, and that was the uh, the week of November 7th. Um, so that got canceled, uh, that tournament. It was a three-day tournament. And then um, uh, I, I, still, I had made plans to go there to travel down to Calgary to participate in it. And um, so I still had the days off. So I, I went down there anyway to go visit family. And then I, I called the local hockey team there. That, that was a blind hockey team. They're called the, uh, the Calgary Seeing Ice Dogs. And uh, I asked them, hey, uh, uh, you guys have, um, you know, some extra room for a goalie. I wouldn't mind uh, hanging out with you guys in your practice. 
And um, so that, that didn't work out because they already had uh, two goalies. So I, I had my goalie equipment with me, and I jumped on a, uh, a Facebook group, one of the many goalie uh, groups that um, they're out there. And uh, I noticed there was a post uh, from someone I recognized, and and uh, and he was fixing my my chesty because um, I'm, I'm trying to get some extra armor on my chesty to protect against the uh, the metal puck. And um, so so I gave him a shout, and and uh, his name is Jonathan Hunter. And I gave him a call, and I said, uh, hey, uh, how's my uh, uh, chesty going? Because uh, I, I didn't have the courage to ask him uh, if I could come out. Um, so, And this was in Edmonton. And uh, um, so, uh, oh, sorry, just to back up a bit. Uh, so back in Calgary, so um, when I, I was in Calgary, they had a shinny game. And uh, so I participated in the shinny game there. It was just a, sort of a pickup game uh, with those guys. So I, I kind of knew I could, I could do something like that. And then when I went back to Edmonton, um, this is a few days later, and then that's when I saw that that post uh, from uh, Facebook. So uh, so I called Jonathan, and then I asked him, uh, uh, you know, about the chesty, and then I finally got the nerve to ask him, uh, hey, uh, um, I, I noticed you posted something on, on Facebook. Uh, do you still need a, a fill-in goalie? Uh, because he was actually the goalie for uh, the uh, the Revolution Hockey Club. And uh, and he said, yeah, um, yeah, we're still looking. And at that time, he knew I was completely blind. Um, so, uh, um, so he asked his, uh, captain of his team and, uh, just to make sure everything was okay with the team. And then, uh, he came back and called me back and says, uh, yeah, they're, they're hundred percent. They're, they're excited to do it. And then, uh, I believe it was November 13th. Uh, we actually had the game and, um, you know, I, I didn't realize the significance of that game <laughs> until, uh, at, at the end of the night when, you know, both sides were uh, tapping on the ice and, um, you know, it was, it was a pretty big deal by the t- time the game ended, uh, but it was uh, the most incredible experience I- I've ever had on the ice uh, playing hockey. Nelson Rago joining us tonight at Inside Sports. Okay, so in that game, though, that would have been with a, a conventional puck and everything, I assume, and everybody else is sighted. So how did you adjust? Who helped you adjust to the gameplay? Yeah, so so uh, I there was there was no accommodations made for me whatsoever. So they played with the standard puck. Uh, everyone there was sighted. I was the only uh, blind person uh, that was there. Um, you know, no jokes with the refs. <laughs> uh, the ref was actually doing a really great job that night. Uh, but um, the the only thing uh, that I was able to do, and, and I kind of learned it from blind hockey, was. Uh, was being able to track the the play of the game. So even though I couldn't hear the sound of the puck, uh, you know, I could hear the players jostling uh, for the puck. I could hear the the puck going off the boards. Um, you know, I, I could hear, uh, you know, if if uh, I got a sense there's a breakaway coming at me, or uh, you know, like a two-on-one, three-on-one. Um, I got a sense there's like a rush coming towards me. And it usually happens after like a big save on the other side. Uh, you got to get ready for a, a save on my side. Uh, I did have some help on the side there. So uh, Jonathan, uh, uh, he was yelling out to commands left, right, and center. Uh, some of the players um, on the ice were uh, uh, yelling commands. Uh, uh, but uh, the, the funny thing with uh, those guys is that uh, they were facing me, and uh, and they were yelling left when it was supposed to be my right. So uh, <laughs> I was kind of jumping to one side and when I should have been jumping the other. But uh, we sort of figured that out pretty quick. Um, but yeah, there, there was no accommodations, and and um, at the end of the night, it ended up being like a, a one-goal game. So they beat us by one goal that night. 
So, but, uh, um, and we forgot to get that puck. We should have got that game puck. I wish we would have got it. But, but the, 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 um, the yeah, players it was, on the other team didn't know? Or they did? Um, I, I think, well, from what I heard, is that the, uh, the captain of the team, uh, Mike Kaza, he went to the ref uh, right before uh, uh, dropping the puck at uh, faceoff. And uh, he told the ref at that time, uh, that uh, hey, by the way, um, uh, our goalie is blind. <laughs> and then the ref is, okay. is like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> so uh, I'm not that's sure something. if they told the other team, but uh, that's the story I heard with the, the ref. And and uh, and like I said, they they uh, uh, they play the game just as hard as they would normally do it uh, because they were taking some pretty heavy shots on me. And um, no, but I got a cu- couple good saves in there. there. There's a really cool story. Uh, about you on the hockey edmonton youtube page people can check that out and i'm hoping you can explain as well can you tell me about your wife's contribution to uh, your goaltending ability oh yeah uh yeah if it weren't for my wife uh i don't think this would have happened i mean she's she's kind of like the uh um uh, kind of like the hockey mom but uh <laughs> in this case the hockey wife um so she she drives me to uh, all my games and practices um, and then she, she live streams it uh, just so that people can experience blind hockey because um, ever since I joined the Edmonton Seahawks uh, and everyone I re- interacted with, uh, pretty much 9 out of 10 people have never heard of blind hockey. So uh, so th- this is our part to sort of uh, bring blind hockey to the you know forefront for, for Edmonton area because um, you know, it's, it's kind of difficult. Uh, we, we don't get a whole lot of ice time. Uh, with the Seahawks, so I, I try to get ice time wherever I can, and, and that's 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 what the, this was the other reason why I tried the, uh, the the sighted hockey game was I can get a little bit extra ice time. So yeah, if it, if it wasn't for her, uh, you know, she's my biggest cheerleader. Her and my daughter are my biggest cheerleaders uh, for the game, and, and you could tell because you could hear her screaming in the in the live streams uh, um, in those recordings. So and she recorded that night uh, uh, that uh, the one with the Revolution Hockey Club and. And the uh, the other team was the uh, the Cheddar Hockey Club, so uh, that that was recorded. So we we had that downloaded. So uh, you know I, I listened back to it a few times, and it's pretty cool. That uh, well, that's awesome. What an incredible experience. So uh, good for you. Now, what's uh, anything coming up for the Seahawks, or do you think you are going to look to play in another game with sighted players again? Uh, I mean, the Seahawks have a few practices for the, the rest of the year. I think they got uh, maybe like five, another five practices. Um, uh, we don't usually have games because we don't really have other people to play against. So, so we just sort of do like inter-squad games or just, uh, you know, skills sort of thing. Uh, and then we have uh, kids that we're, I'm, I'm trying to get started, a kids program with the Edmonton Seahawks. So uh, I was able to recruit a couple of kids. So we split the ice with them. Uh, but our next ice time is um, uh, December 5th at uh, 5.15 p.m. at the downtown community arena. Um, and uh, I've, I've, I've got some calls back uh, to uh, do some future sighted <laughs> uh, uh, games. And a friend of mine, uh, Mitch McLeod, uh, he uh, plays out of Leduc, uh, their location. So I've been there once. And, and that video that you guys saw with uh, Hockey Edmonton, uh, um, the general manager of uh, Huggy Edmonton actually drove all the way from Edmonton to Leduc to actually uh, record that uh, that video, and uh, they did an amazing job with that video. Um, and and that was at the Leduc uh, Recreation Center. So I'm hoping to get a few uh, uh, games in there, some uh, uh, shinny games in there, and then who knows? I might might be uh, filling in uh, a few more teams and in, in uh, some league games uh, down the road. 
Um, uh, keep in mind, this is my first full season of playing hockey, so uh, I'm still learning, still learning as we go. But uh, um, people are telling me I, I'm really progressing really well, so I'm hoping to um, uh, to reach higher levels of hockey as uh, time goes along. Nelson, this was an absolute pleasure to get to uh, meet you here on the show and introduce you to the audience. Uh, that's that's an incredible story. Uh, I mean, good for you. You sound like you're having a blast. And, and as far as you know, you're the first person to do this. First blind goalie to play in a sighted game, as far as we know. Yeah, as far as I know, I have a teammate on the Seahawks. He's been with uh, the Seahawks for about 20, 25 plus years, and uh, he's never heard of anything like that. Uh, Is that Lord by any chance? I uh, know his name is uh, Michael Ryan. So, okay. uh, so Michael Ryan is actually uh, 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 he's been around for a while, and he he's been around. I'm guessing like 20, 25 years, and and um, so he told me like he's he's never heard of anything like this. Uh, at some point, I think the, the team did play in a league game, but they used a, a blind hockey puck, so it was a, like a blind team against a sighted team. Uh, but this is the first where um, you know there was just one player. Uh, no accommodations, and it was just a regular game. Um, and I heard from uh, Hockey Edmonton that they've never heard of anything like that as well. So, And I reached out to a whole bunch of goalie groups on uh, Facebook, and um, they're saying the same thing, even Canada and U.S. So uh, I'm not sure how, uh, how monumental this uh, experience was, but uh, uh, like, like you said, I'm having fun. And that night, um, everything that I thought like hockey would be, uh, that's what happened that night. Um, so my, my team, they, they worked hard to, uh, to try to win that game. It wasn't one of those games where let's just take it easy because this guy is here. They, they, were, they were trying to win and a very competitive team. And uh, I couldn't have asked for anything more. Uh, they made me a, a jersey, uh, like a temporary jersey. They, they switched the numbers. Uh, the goalie... Uh, uh, has got some uh, has got some sewing experience. His name is Jonathan Huntry. He has a company called uh, I think it's the Hockey Shop of Horrors. So he does a lot of repairs, and uh, so he sewed up a nameplate to put it on my my jersey, and then he reversed his number, which I think is 58, and then made it uh, 85. So uh, they made it really special for me uh, that awesome. night. Uh, I, I did try to steal the jersey, but he wouldn't let me. <laughs> That's awesome. But, um, hey. Yeah, Nelson, but uh, I yeah I couldn't have asked for a better experience. Uh, thanks so much. I, I mean, thanks for telling. I hope we can talk again. We're get, we're we're kind of running out of time here, but thanks for telling your story. That is Nelson Rago on Inside Sports. All right, that was awesome. Nelson Rago on the show. Thanks to everybody who participated as well. You also heard from Jack Michaels and Jody Young. Bob Stoffer, Oilers now noon to 2 tomorrow. I'll have another edition of Inside Sports from 6 to 8. Dave Campbell, the producer of the show. Kellen Kennedy, your studio producer. My name's Reed. Take care. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.